0: Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that takes a look at all things marketing in the world of sports. Alongside Brian Cristiano, I'm Rob Cressy. I'd like to welcome Don Povia, founder of Transition Sports and Entertainment, to the Sports Marketing Huddle. Don, super excited to have you on the show. What we want to talk about is the March Ad Sanity bracket. You filled yours out with the brands uh brian any thoughts on where you want don to start oh
1: man i want to know your picks what do you what do you think because today that we're we're, this is the 23rd so or the 24th so we have uh we're going to announce later today who won yesterday's uh round so i'm curious on your picks
2: uh, so I should have done some research and maybe uh, justified my picks a little bit. If you're already keeping score, uh, but first of all, guys, thanks for having me on. Um, obviously, listen to your show. I, hey, I repurpose your show and uh, and syndicate so uh, it. So it's it's great to be on. I love the idea, the concept. As I was kind of telling you guys off the air, off the record, if you will. Um, you know, I, I love the concept. I love the idea. Um, but you know, you need an independent guy like yourself that's able to come in and do it because a lot of these brands would, would never, uh, put themselves up against somebody else for the fear of losing. Um, but with that said, let's get into winning and losing. Um, if you saw my brackets, I went really heavy, um, on the, uh, on the food brands and, and I have, I have a reason for that as opposed to some of the more traditional, what you would call more boring Uh, brick-and-mortar type places or, uh, you know, the old car companies and things like that. So sort of into that round of eight, I got Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, Again, they're just kind of everywhere. They're big into sports. Like, that's their thing. Like, sports is their core. You look at their their commercials, it's always, um, you know, big, uh, you know, sports bars and, you know, that that hokey stuff that they do. Uh, Capital One, only because they spend so much money on every sporting event everywhere, so they're going to spend the money. Uh, Pizza Hut's already kicking it out there with, um, uh, with Grant Hill. So, you know, it looks like they're already kind of priming the pump for whatever they might do come final four. Um. Lowe's, uh, again, I think it's just kind of a, a, a money thing. I think that they they want to get in there. That's one of those older brands that I was talking about, but it slipped in. Uh, Oreo has been very creative, I feel, in, in, in the last couple of years, so I'd like to see what they do. Uh, Wendy's is just you know trying to get that fast food uh, audience. <laughs> uh, LG, um, it's similar to that fast food audience. I mean, these uh, cell cell phone wars are everywhere. So if somebody's going to try to break through, this might be a good opportunity. I also think that they go to uh, both a younger crowd, which is good because you know there's a savings element to it. I think um, then, which is a key message for them or or really anybody in that industry. Uh, But you know that could also hit an older audience as well. But I think they try to be a little hipper. But I think NCAA audiences across the board. So I think they can kind of try to make some stuff uh reese's uh always sponsor stuff i know they do like the senior bowl so they're active in college sports year round not just here so that's kind of where i went with my my eight um and my my reasoning for leaving out the buicks and and the the older more legacy companies if you will is um if we're talking about and and I, i wasn't clear on the rules right if this is a Does this include paid support engagement or just organic engagement? It's
1: all public engagement.
2: Okay. So I think a lot of them are going to dump some money at some really boring stuff. Um, That's kind of my my overarching thing. I think the ones that I mentioned have the best opportunity to get some earned media from their social media by going out there and being a little more creative. I feel the ones that I chose in the industries that I chose – uh, are going to be a little more youthful, not afraid to kind of poke fun at themselves. Uh, you know, with that stupid Grant Hill commercial with the, the pizza sneakers, like, it's, yeah. I still don't understand. I'm, like, is it a real sneaker? Are they coming out with this <laughs> as a joke even? I don't know where they're going with that. But like, again, they're they're not afraid to be a little hokey. Use social media for what it's for. And I think that can translate well. Um, so that's kind of where I went. I think those older companies uh, are afraid to kind of go out there and have some fun, particularly on social You know, they don't want the backlash. Well, speaking of fun on social, I can't get over Brad's wife on Cracker Barrel right now. Have you guys been following this? No. Oh, just Google it like after we get off here or go to the Cracker Barrel Facebook page and just look at this stuff. I mean, that's, they're so big into the weeds right now, they don't know what they're (laughs) going to do, which is why, like, a company like Cracker Barrel, we think it would have some fun. Long story, I'll I'll bring I'll bring it full circle if you haven't heard this yet. So a guy goes on the on the Facebook wall, and posts, Why did you fire my wife? And from there, it just snowballed. Every response over the last, I don't know, 48 hours have been something about why how could you do this to Brad's wife? Yeah, Cracker Barrel, that's that's a great offer, but how can you do this? And Cracker Barrel hasn't even responded. So I read it like Ford Panda, People Magazine, like all these other sites are now chronicling what's going on with Brad's wife, right? So <laughs> going back to the food companies, Cracker Barrel aside, the fast food companies, I think, can handle something like that, can have fun mm-hmm. with themselves. The candy companies, the cell phone companies, I think, are, are better equipped to roll with the uh, the social backlash or interaction that they would have. The other ones don't. That said, I think they're all going to throw a lot of money behind it because they got this official partnership and they're going to want to leverage it. So that's my rationale. That's my Elite Eight. And I think that reflects into my my final four where I go – Wild Wings, Pizza Hut, Wendy's, and LG, uh, for the reasons I have described.
1: Really, so you're t- you're, t- you're taking Wendy's over Oreo.
2: I think they have to. Like Oreo is Oreo, right? They don't need to do anything, and they can do something. I think that these, you know, the the fast food companies, like, there's just a limited market. There's a somewhat of a backlash with healthy eating. I I, I think they're just they're more competitive. Uh, and I think that's kind of where I was going, but Oreo, like I said, I think they've done great stuff over the years, but I, I, I'm sticking to my rationale and try not to deviate too much for from it with my picks. All right.
1: I look, I, look, it makes sense that I do agree with the traditional brands. They always play it safe, right? I mean, you yeah. know, Wendy's has never shied away from, they would have, they would have talked to Brad. They would have talked to Brad, right?
2: right. They, would, they wouldn't
1: have waited 48 hours. Um, all right. Who, who, who's making it to the championship and who's winning?
2: and i went wendy's wendy's and pizza hut uh and then pizza hut i think this really? a grant hill thing i'm seeing it everywhere it's so stupid and so hokey that they have a big star relevant to college basketball uh they have an official sponsorship they're Doing something again stupid that I don't understand that seems to play well with social. And I was again going more for who's going to get not just impressions because again, the Buicks and the LGs and Reese's and everybody else can throw some money behind it. You know, I, I tell you what Reese's, if I had to guess what Reese's is going to do, they're going to do like, um, like a buzzer beater with like little Reese's cups, like moving around and like gift form or something, you know, like, okay, they're going to do that. Who cares? We've seen that, you know, candy companies always do that same stupid thing. They reenact plays with their candy. Uh, but like, I, I, th- I think the, the market, the saturation, fast food, like let's go do it. And pizza hut with what they've already come out with, with a big name, with the official sponsorship, with a hokey thing, they're already doing on TV. I think they'll, they, if they're smart, they'll try to do something that's interactive and leverage it online.
0: So here's the context on the Pizza Hut shoes, because it actually, Brian and I were going to do an episode on it, and then it just did not make it onto the show. So they created 64 pairs of those shoes, which are not for sale, and they gave them out to influencers. Oh, you know
2: what? I get a damn – I'm one of the 125 people that gets an official Spalding ball for the NBA, and I can't get a stupid pair of sneakers?
0: Damn it. So here's my issue with the Pizza Hut sneakers. What they failed at is actually the aesthetics of the shoe. So Yeah, but is
2: that on purpose? Like, Is
0: that supposed to be like the mid-'90s pump? I I got that, but it's even worse than that because I love the mid-'90s pump, and and I think about – if it was someone other than Grant Hill, so hypothetically speaking, say it was Russell Westbrook, what would that shoe look like? So, so for me, maybe they don't want all the attention to be on the shoe, but when I look at it, it literally looks like the lamest shoe I've ever seen in my life. Instead, imagine if that shoe had like pizza print and it was like the coolest. High
2: fashion, right? right Russell Westbrook, high fashion, right? right. So You're pretty- like,
0: holy smokes. And then people are actually going to say, where can I get one of these pizza shoes? But when I look at that thing, I'm just like, that thing looks lame as shit. And I get that's the campaign. So Brian and I always talk about, we want to see the full-circle execution of this. Don't leave any stone unturned. And for this, as we know, Don, there's a gigantic sneakerhead culture. Gigantic, especially in sports. And when you see that Pizza Hut shoe, I'm like, man, that thing is just lame as shit. And then you're like, well, now I don't even understand what the Pizza Hut shoe does. But instead, if it was, like, cooler than a pair of Jordans, you're like, and you can order a pizza from this thing? Sign me up. See, I was waiting for the quote <laughs> next shoe to drop
2: right i was waiting what's what's next with this right that, they were so lame so stupid as i've mentioned with those adjectives several times during this show i like okay now now they got to do something online with it now i think where they really dropped the ball is i haven't seen any of said influencers do anything with it there was no follow-up so they sent them out without a real game plan or securing you know i would go out and make sure that I'm lining people up with a certain expectation, you know, just based on relationship. So I haven't seen that. So I, yeah, I think so. Two things I'm saying here. One, I thought the stupidity and the look of the shoe was on purpose, but you know, leading up to something else. Number two, I think where they drop the ball more so, not so on design, but I see what you're saying. If my first premise was true that, you know, it was purposely made to look, lame (laughs) I mean he is wait a minute (laughs) let's take a step back Frank Hill is not the coolest player (laughs) right right Right. and then the more I look at and he's in a recliner right so so there's this grandfatherly like you know it's like it's like the Steph ones the chef ones
0: right Right.
2: (laughs) it's it's that Uh, never mind. (laughs) all right but then number two is I think where they probably more drop the ball is like if they had given these things out to influencers like there could have been a digital groundswell building up throughout the tournament which there hasn't been so far
0: through the start of the tournament before the sweet 16 i was tweeting you when i was seeing interactions with these specific brands so don to your point of not seeing the influencers so i've noticed reese's numerous times with the exact uh tweet that you're talking about maybe it wasn't the final four but the specific candy playing basketball stuff so if you're a pizza hut and i'm living on tweet deck and twitter during the tournament doing real-time engagement and that's where i'm seeing oreo and reese's there this is a good opportunity where pizza hut could have used an influencer's tweet to promote it irregardless of what we think about sponsored tweets uh, that could have been their opportunity to do that that way. But you, but you're right. I haven't seen it at all. Whereas I have seen Oreo, which right away, as soon as I saw Oreos advertising, I was like crap. Cause I took enterprise to beat them. So, uh, once I saw that and then obviously we've seen Buffalo wild wings, uh, Reese's and then Wendy's is all over the place with their never frozen burger stuff. So, um, and then pizza hut there, Brian, what do you think?
1: Yeah, look, I mean, I I actually think Wendy's is going to be a surprise in this, though the Oreo, I think, is going to go very far as well, and because we're recording this March 24th, so we've got Oreo, Wendy's, uh, Powerade, and Reese's all all playing today, so it's going to be interesting because the other part of this that, and the reason that we did it this way, is it's based on the the total public engagement during the 24 hour period. So today, so if one of these brands is asleep because on their, you know, social calendar, they're like, Oh, well, it's a light day. We don't have much. Yeah. We don't have much media, you know, playing today. They could lose. So if like Reese's today is kind of like asleep at the wheel and somehow Unilever runs a bunch of like, you know, national advertising, probably not going to happen. And they get a lot of uh, social engagement. They could win today. So it's kind of I'm going to be interested to see, do we have any off days from any of these key brands? Because I think we're all in agreement, at least getting into um, the elite eight. I think we're all relatively in agreement who's going to get there, no major upsets, but we could be shocked. So I'm going to be interested to see, because I haven't, I'm getting the final tabulation in in about an hour and a half here from March 23rd. And so I I honestly, I don't know yet because our data scientist is in the middle of doing it. um, And I'll let you guys know, We'll, we'll post it. I'm going to be interested to see what happens today, especially with like Reese's, Wendy's, and Oreo.
0: So, Don, as we wrap this up, when you think about brand interaction, especially even just, just to you, a sports fan, as well as somebody in the agency and sports business, what, what advice do you have for these brands for what they can be doing better?
2: Wow. Yeah. Do you want me to go on for a half hour or Brief. 30 seconds? Yeah,
0: I mean... Everybody Even just one nugget
2: everybody's doing the same thing and they're using existing platforms some of the stuff that you know I, I work uh, I'm part time and I manage an account for, for Carrot Creative some of the stuff that we, we've we been doing over there or I shouldn't say we the developers have been doing is just kind of being creating conversation or creating their own platforms right that then drives uh, I, I think the conversation right uh, and I can give you a couple examples one is the Powerpuff yourself right I mean, went viral instantaneously uh, for various reasons. Uh, the diverse for Rick and Morty, right? So it's an it's on Instagram, but it's using Instagram in the way that nobody's done it before. I think what all these brands do is like, okay, we need something on Twitter, we need something on Instagram, we need something on Snap, and we need something on Facebook. Go find it right. Whereas these other brands, or these examples that I've mentioned, right? Let's focus on one, let's do it really well, and let's do it differently. Um, you know, I remember I was working uh, in my agency life, um, 2000, I don't know, 11 maybe, um, maybe before that, 2010. Uh, anyway, um, Subway, uh, one of the projects that I came up with, which was almost impossible to get sold through, but we finally did. Uh, was with um, uh, Blake Griffin. So it was Blake Griffin's quote-unquote rookie year because he was injured. So he was in the All-Star game, he was in the Rookies um, sophomore game, and he was in the dunk contest all, all in the same week. And I was like, we need to do something around this with him but also have a digital bend to it. So we ended up doing something called like Dunk Yourself where there was five dunks. You can go in, you can put your head on Blake Griffin's body, share it. And it came up with the idea like watching the Elf Yourself commercials. So All-Star Games in February, it's like November, everybody's elfing themselves. And I'm like, you know what, Like let's create something different. But then how do you take that digital aspect and build a campaign around it? So he was going to be on uh, I think it was Kimmel that night right so we had we did one with Kimmel that he presented to Kimmel we kind of ambushed it too <laughs> but but uh, gave it to Kimmel gave him a black card and things like that but I, I think that was uh, and then did it for influencers so right, I would do one for Brian send it to Brian with Brian's head on it and he's doing a windmill 360 on Blake Griffin's body hmm. you know and then it's like yeah you could share this with friends and then you get you know x out off the you know five dollar foot long whatever it is but you know that was a couple years ago, where I'm still trying to think outside the box. Is like, yeah, we're gonna, we're even then, we're gonna get lost in somebody's Twitter feed. We're gonna get lost in somebody's Facebook feed. And yeah, we could pay for views, but like, you know, where is that going to go? How do we do something that's going to drive or create conversation? When I did the thing with uh, Victor Oladipo at the NBA draft, right, putting Google Glass on him, and there was no, you know, he was the brand we were working for, and I was just because I was trying to try something, but the idea was hey let's have for the first time ever again doing something different how do we get the first time ever where you see a draft pick going through the green room going up on stage shaking the commissioner's hand looking out putting the hat on all from a first person perspective of course the nba shot that down for various rights reasons quote unquote but what i told victor is like look you're gonna get sports media you're gonna get basketball media we don't know where you're going you're gonna go anywhere between like we figured three and ten he ended up going number two but you're not going to get any more attention than the number one, which was Anthony Bennett that year. And then, I mean, I think the big news story was Nerlens Noel, who just kept dropping like the sad Nerlens uh, meme that was going out there. But my pitch to him was like, look, you do something like this, you're going to get tech, you're going to get culture. We already got GQ lined up. You're going to get fashion. You know, there's various things. We had Mashable did like an exclusive with sort of the metrics and the numbers of what happened. And we create a conversation that wasn't there. And I think that's what these brands are failing to do with their creativity or lack thereof, is that they're going along with the present instead of looking to what's next and being a trendsetter. Rather, they're just kind of riding the wave. That's the, it's not quite a half hour. it was probably about five minutes, but sorry about that. <laughs>
1: No man, super insightful, and 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 I agree, right? It's it's about sticking out, doing something different, and not just going along with what everybody's doing, right? Like you said, you know that the, that the candy companies are doing the thing and making you know candy stuff. Yeah. Find something else to do, even though you can still do some of that as well. Well, listen, man, we uh Don, we really appreciate you coming on the sports marketing huddle, and we thank you for uh, also sometimes distributing the uh, some of the episodes, and we look forward to keeping in touch with you and seeing what was your what was your final pick, Pizza Hut.
2: Yeah, I went to Pizza Hut, but All now right. you got me—you got me questioning that, though. Good, now, now good,
1: good. We'll see, we'll see, we'll, we'll 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 see how we play out on April sixth, man. We'll we'll obviously uh, we'll obviously keep updated on that.
2: Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me, and yeah, keep listening and uh, looking forward. Let's do it again sometime.